Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast, and welcome back to this current series of student entrepreneurs. Uh, I'm super excited to continue the second week of this series, and today we have one of my favorite people, and it's guys, she's basically a celebrity in real life. Okay, so it's <laughs> such an honor for me to have, and she's so pretty. She's a model, obviously, oh but like word. guys, she's Thank amazing, <laughs> and I cannot wait to get into this conversation. Because I've literally been following her journey ever since I heard her story on She Brigade. So it's so crazy that I'm finally able to have a conversation with her. Like, it's just so insane. And I still cannot believe that she's here. <laughs> okay, well, in the laptop. But still, same thing. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. But before she does, tell us if you could live in any other African country besides South Africa. Which country would it be and why? Shoot. I I think it would have to be Rwanda. Oh, really? And, yeah, I know it's such a small country, but I think based on the things I've been reading and how clean it is and how you know, the crime isn't so much, I'm, I'm that type of person who's so... I, I don't think I'm so, you know, bound to materialistic things, but mm. as long as there's peace... And there's order <laughs> yeah. in a lot of things. You know, I'm I'm content. You know, as long as I can still do my passion project, yeah, then, then I'm happy. I'm happy. I yeah. definitely agree with that. And I honestly wonder what it's going to take for South Africa to get to that space you know, um, where we are clean, yeah, and there yeah. is low crime because we are notorious for crime. So that's very true. Honestly, I wonder where we'll get where we will get to that point, but um. So yeah, tell us about yourself, where you're from, what you're studying, if you're studying, and where. Okay. Just tell us about who you are. Okay, so my name is Dabakham Patlili. I unfortunately have one name, so my parents were like, nah, you're only giving her one name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really, I think I, I always say that, um, you know, sometimes you really become your name and your life is, you know, embodied by your name. You mm. know, you represent our name. In so many ways, you know, my name means Deboha means thank you, which means gratitude, essentially. And wow. I really felt, you know, throughout my life, I've always been so grateful to God for everything, even in situations where I feel like I don't see what you're doing in the season. But you know what? I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. And that has always um, created an environment for more blessings to land in my life. And and yeah, so I I really love my name. <laughs> that goes about saying. Mm. And I am twenty years old. I turned twenty on the seventeenth of March this year. I'm currently doing my final year and my bachelor's degree in accounting with the oh, University goodness. of Johannesburg. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm an aspiring chartered accountant. Um, so yeah, one day it'll end in CASA. Um, but besides that, I'm also uh, I'm a woman after God's heart. And I think I'm very vocal about this in all my social media platforms. You know, I I really love God wholeheartedly. And I really believe people do see God's work through me. And just, you know, how my life is turning out. And, you know, how I'm such a work in progress. Um, and I come from a, a area in the East Rand of, Johannesburg and mm-hmm. it's called <clears throat> Davidson. It's actually a township. Um, so so yeah, I lived there with my well, my parents because well, since when I'm, I'm at school, I live at a different place. But when I'm home, that's where home is. 
Um, I live with both my parents. I have two siblings, an older brother um, who's an economist and a younger brother who is 10 years old, turning 11. Oh, he's um, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> he's still a baby. <laughs> he's, the, he's, the, he's the baby, you know. Um, and, and yeah, um, am I leaving out anything? Oh, okay. Besides that, I'm also, I do pop um, speaking, which is something that I love doing. Um, I haven't always been confident about speaking, and I suppose we can touch on that a bit later on. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, I'm also the founder of a foundation called Media and SA Foundation, um, which I started at the age of 16 when I was in grade 11. Sure. And wow. also the founder of Women Network Africa, Yay! which is, <laughs> you know, I believe a platform we're going to be talking about uh, more to today. And yeah, that's it's basically Devoho in a nutshell. Sure, dude, you're so young, but there's so much that you're doing and there's so much that you stand for, which is, and I love how you said that you're a woman after God's heart. I just love how you put yeah. that along with your identity. And I see we're both, we're both middle kids. That's true, actually, and I'm the only girl, so. Yeah. And I've got two sisters, an older one and a little uh, one, and we all stay competing. But you know, as middle kids, we are literally on our yeah. own mission we go left when everybody else goes right so that is very true and i was just laughing forgot to add oh yeah i'm actually miss my lady sundance harding for 2021 yeah that's that's the other thing um which is incredible really looking forward to yeah and Thank I honestly, so I honestly cannot wait to continue to follow the journey and see all the posts. And yeah. when you were speaking about your name, I was actually laughing because I'm, I'm looking at my yeah. name. My name is Karen. And we all know what Karen Everybody. means. Goodness. So I honestly, in my head, I was just like, gosh, guys, I'm the lady. I mean, you know those memes about, you know, the white lady looking for the manager who starts fights with everyone uh, everywhere. <laughs> so I was like, well, that's my calling. I'm coming. <laughs> oh my. But my middle name. name okay. Yes, I, I have a middle name, Notando, which is basically uh, a mother's yeah. love. So that is obviously much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So tell us about your business and... Um, Tell us about what you do, what you offer, and if you've always been entrepreneurial or if it's something that you kind of, you know, walked into over your life. Um, I think maybe start with the, the last question. Have I always been entrepreneurial? And I think I've, I wouldn't say I've always been entrepreneurial. However, I've always been a creative. Like, I've always just had these creative juices or these... And I've always had this um, itch to constantly make an impact in every sphere of my life and within any other, you know, with any resource that I have. And, you know, I've always asked myself, you know, how can I better improve this? You know, I see there's a problem. How can I better fix this? You know, how can mm-hmm. I, you know, be of service in this particular way? Um, I don't know if that does, you know, come across as me having an entrepreneurial spirit, but or just having a, you know, there's a problem and I really want to fix it. You know, whether mm-hmm. or not I'm making profit, that's a different, you know, conversation. But there's just always something that I'm always trying to 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 fix. And you know, sometimes I, I realize that sometimes you're like, no, I won't do it. Someone else is going to do it. You know, I'll wait for someone else to do it. And someone else is probably also thinking, someone else is going to yeah. do it, and nothing really gets done. 
you know, and, 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 you know, hence I always say that irrespective of how old you are, you know, whatever gender you are, you know, whatever race, if you have that thing, you know, just do it, you know, um, so many people's dreams are are tied onto your dream. So many people's dreams are tied onto your vision and, and, and yeah, so that's, so that's, that's where the, the entrepreneurial side of things comes from. Um, and then what is the other question? The first question. So the first question was, uh, what, tell us about your business. What do you do? What do you offer? And also the, about the name, where did you come up with the name for your business? So Roman Network Africa. So I kid you not, um, in 2018, two years ago, let me just say two years ago, Mm. I, I had the name. I, you know, when you just have a name, even have a, an idea of the logo, you know, mm. and and literally, I remember finding myself. I think it was probably in the AMs, going on my Instagram and creating an Instagram account. Really? Um, like uh, you know those ghost accounts with uh-huh. no profile picture. <laughs> I did that. I literally just went there. You know, oh and my they say, word! Put things out to the universe. Literally, what I did had no plan. I had no. I just had a vision that you mm-hmm. know this is a platform that is literally aimed at enhancing women's careers yeah. through networking. Um, I didn't know how I was going to go about enhancing women's careers through networking. Oh my but goodness. I was like, you know what? God God placed this idea in my heart. I was like and and, and I'm so <clears throat> specific with, with with the names and I must say like especially like for instance I said I have a foundation called the Jagensa Foundation. Mm. Um someone once asked me, you know, why why didn't you call it by your name, you know how people have the Bokhov Foundation or Pakene Foundation, mm. or you know, and and I and I always, you know, I always feel I don't ever want to, to attach my name to it. Um, it's always a thing of the name of it should speak for itself. Like who oh, is it? Wow, for, right? Uh-huh. And 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 without even having to explain further, and I also want them to get to a point where they run even when I'm not there, you know, mm. they make an impact even when I'm not physically or they like having, you know, Deboho being behind this whole initiative, you know? Um, yeah. So I was so specific with obviously women because it's, it's, it's really for women. Um, and the network, you know, it really stems from you, your network is your net worth, you know? And yeah. there's so many women in South Africa. And I think you can attest to this, maybe in your, in your in your degree there's so many young girls who are doing so well you know compared to guys mm, who are passing yeah. very well passing cum laude or whatever the case is but when they get to the workspace you know we we are seeing more men in the c-suit that than so we are seeing women you know and it's not to say women aren't qualified women are qualified women have earned these <clears> stripes <throat> in that regard right yeah. um but but I still feel that you know as women, um, I was leaning. I was actually reading a book called Lean In by Cheryl um, Stanberg. I think she's the um, COO of Facebook, and it's such a powerful book. In the book, she really talks about how you know we are for women. Yes, we want to empower women. You know, but sometimes as women, you know, we we find ourselves maybe in a meeting where. You know, a man would recklessly put up his hand, even if his aunt is wrong, but he's so confident about yes. what he's saying, mm-hmm. right? But we <clears throat> still have that fear of, oh my goodness, what are people going to think? Oh yeah. my goodness, oh my goodness, this, you know? And, and and also, 
even when things like networking, you know, more men um, do networking so easily. You know, mm. they go to golf, they have their, you know, Sunday golf sessions with the guys. You know, they so have true, their beer, actually, beer Fridays. It. You know, as as women, we don't have that. We get to work, we do our work, we leave. You and know, sometimes it's almost like we are in competition with each other. You know, exactly, exactly. And 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 sometimes you know, in as much as there's all these societal and patriarchal barriers, you know, sometimes we, I don't want to say we are our biggest enemies, but we are sometimes also just hindering ourselves. And I yeah. was like, they may create network for women, and and sometimes really the reason why we don't find ourselves in networks <laughs> is because there aren't platforms or initiatives yeah. where. You know, I can actually go to a workshop where I'll meet women who are in the same field or whatever the case is. And I was like, you know what, this is it, Women Network. And I was like, I really want to spread this across Africa. Um, not so much the rest of the world. I feel like the rest of the world, they, you know, your USAs, your UKs, they, not that they have it figured out, but there's, you know, I, I feel there's some sort of progress with regards yes. to them having female uh-huh. leaders um, and then and, and having women do well and get paid what they, they worth, right? Whereas in Africa, you know, looking at South Africa in particular, we still have a long way to go. And I must say, I do acknowledge that compared to back then, um, you know, back then, 1994, before, the, uh, before we became a democratic nation, you know, there's so much progress. But also just looking at how other first um, world class um, countries or other countries are going, you know, we still have such a long way to go, you know, and and yeah, that's why I was so specific about the Women Network Africa, um, and the logo. I was like, I don't want anything complicated as long as like mm. there's female, like there's pink of some sort, <laughs> and. <laughs> And there's just a, a symbol of women holding each other's hands. That's it. And and yeah, like that's how the name came about. And that's how the idea came about. And literally the platform is just about, you know, enhancing women's careers through networking. Um, you know, there's going to be events that are just in general, like general events where we'll talk about maybe um, careers in general and just financial literacy for women, right? Mm. But also there's going to be career-specific, like, you know, if you are in the law field, um, I bring in the person who's an expert, you know, in the law field who will give you information that you can't take from the internet, you know? Yeah. Um, if you're in the film and television industry, imagine having a one-on-one session with Connie Ferguson, you know, wow. her telling you the wow. ins and outs of the industry and these are things that you know we don't have the privilege of, of of having and sometimes you really want to you know there's so many older women that i, I always talk to who are my mentors who say i made so many mistakes in my career and you know given the opportunity to be in a platform where i can actually talk to women you know i don't want them to make the same mistakes mm. and you know how how beautiful <clears throat> is that you know someone really willingly coming to really just tell you about the mistakes just sometimes you know sometimes we learn so much from people's mistakes you know and and that's just how life is 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 made you know we you get that advantage of not making the same mistake Mm. you know because you've heard it from someone else's story and you didn't have to learn it the hard way right and and yeah and just the network of imagine having a con you know when you go through your contact list maybe you have an event coming up and you already know 
the go-to lady for decor. You already exactly, know the go-to yeah. lady for your speaker. You already know the go-to lady for your website or the go-to lady for your photography. And and yeah, that's literally just the network I'm trying to create and supporting each other's side hustles mm. as well. Um, because we're in a time where, and, you know, the economy is bad and, you know, side hustles are a thing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah so that's basically what Women Network Africa is about. You know, and I'm so excited about this business because I think it's going to allow a lot of women to also just come out of hiding. And in a sense of sometimes it's very difficult, even amongst your immediate friends it's it's a it can be a bit scary to open up even to your family and say i want to start a business or i want to become an influencer or i want to start this or this organization a lot of people don't always understand but why are you putting yourself through all the stress and all this planning And so you end up holding all of this in. And sometimes you even question, like, you know, why am I even doing this? Like, should I even do it? I'm probably going to fail because that's what everyone else around me is saying. But the thing is about starting a business or going on a venture, it's your vision. And like you said, it's something that God puts on your heart. You can't expect those around you to see it. You have to work on it so that everyone else eventually can see it. And I think this platform that you have created, it allows people to not feel pressured to tell people or to try and prove it to those around them that they know and understand. They at least have this outlet where they will be surrounded by people that are of a similar nature, of a similar environment. Yeah. And there they can now flourish and ask questions and now create those new networks and not feel like they have to be in competition with anyone. Like for me, especially, I'm so, it's, just, it's a pity that you're in Johannesburg and I'm in PE. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. We'll get there one day. (laughs) But like, I I think it's amazing. I think it's absolutely amazing. I think what you're saying also just reminds me, literally, I think two days after the the launch, the the launch event we had, one of the ladies who were there was like, "Um, hi, Uh, I think an idea. She was like, hi, my name is so-and-so. And I actually just opened my mail um business um account on instagram you know i've always been doing nails but i was so insecure because so many other people are doing nails right Mm. and i felt like oh my goodness is going to support me but you know just being in that space um and listening to the speakers and really just taking it all in she found the courage to do that and Mm. and and you know funny enough some of the customers then became the women who were at the launch with her the friends that she made on that day which is amazing and i'm like god you know you may not see a lot of or hear a lot of these testimonies each day but Mm. the little ones or the little time that you hear it i'm like god i see your work you know being done i Mm. see why this vision had to sort of come to life um the way it did and at the time it did yeah and you know you said something earlier on and you said when god puts something on your heart or gives you a task to do it's not necessarily just about you there are a whole lot of other people that are connected to that dream so if you don't do it you are going to stop you're going to block other people's blessings and that's and you know if you maybe you know stuck to your insecurities you know this lady who eventually found the courage to come out and there's probably so many other people out yeah, there that have yeah. started things and that have been so inspired by what you have started and so many more people 
but we'll be eventually inspired by you know the work that you're doing so for me it's absolutely crazy to see what you're doing at such a young age like ah, it's amazing oh, it's you. absolutely amazing um but you know now you know you've, you've heard some of these testimonies and it's amazing and it's really encouraging but i'm sure before you actually launched and in the process of planning and getting to where you are now there might have been a few elements of fear that kind of that almost prevented you from for you from even following through with this and i'm sure you also experienced yeah. quite a number of doubts um yeah. do you ex- do you still experience some doubts now and you know what were all of those things that you know were scary and and sometimes kept you fearful um like like i said it took me 2 years to get to here <laughs> to get to today it took yeah. me 2 years um, of me looking at people doing similar things and thinking, oh, this is not going to work. Or seeing, um, I think the other one, seeing ladies who have like a higher following than me, mm. who doing similar things, but weren't getting as much engagement or whatever. Okay. And I'm like, and I thought to myself, who am I, you know? Um, but then again, I, I remember having, <clears throat> I have so many encounters with God. Like I'm such a, I like my relationship with God is not perfect, but I really God communicates with me in so many ways, and I have so many conversations with Him. And I remember thinking mm. one day that God will never place something in your heart and 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 then not give you the resources to fully mm. fulfill it, right? Yeah. And and <clears throat> your playing small does not serve the world. And look, Oof, if wow. this thing doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and it's okay. And if it does work out it helps a lot of people um and and you know you are being used as god's vessel right mm. and i remember the day before i went live with the, i was so scared you know and as much as you know how ladies would be like i'll come this is such an amazing yeah. initiative and <laughs> i'll come i'll come i'll buy my ticket on time oh, yes and then when it's due time only people like are 10 gone. people who are your close friends come through right Mm. And that's what I was so scared of. Um, and I was like, it's just going to defeat the whole purpose mm. then of this whole thing. And it's going to discourage me. And I remember doing a prayer before I went live with the tickets. And I was like, God, I just want to use this whole week, you know, to get the ladies to actually buy the tickets. Yeah. So in- initially, we wanted to make it for 30 ladies. Um and then ladies were like in the DMs were like, no, please actually increase the limit to <gasps> Oh my goodness! Right? And then, um, so this is before the tickets went live. And I was like, okay, I'll increase the limit to 50. <clears throat> when I say I'm selling tickets, I'm going to say I'm selling 50 tickets, right? Okay. And then on the day, I prayed about it. I genuinely was like, God, I'm going to use this whole week to try and push the tickets yeah. for ladies to come through. And I hope this, you know, these digital posters land on the right eyes and ears mm. and people and ladies who are intentional but actually coming oh my goodness on the same day within four hours all the 50 tickets <gasps> were sold out no i kid Guys. you not i was so emotional over what i did not know i was like what that's insane. Um, and then more ladies were like, no, like we were trying to buy, please at least increase the limit to at least 70. Um, um, some were saying 100, but also I was like, okay, there's still COVID. Okay? Yes, yes. I forgot <laughs> so about that, actually. <laughs> um, but, but fortunate enough, the venue that, you know, I got, 
um there was a sponsor venue workshop 17 actually mm. um it was it was accommodating over 100 people but okay. i was also just still trying to keep it below 100 so i was like okay i'll increase it to 70 i'll do a flash um ticket sale tomorrow morning mm-hmm. at some point and then I, I, I announced the, the ticket flash sale the following day and literally in the hour in just an hour oh all the goodness, tickets were, were sold out and just look at god's work guys yeah i I don't know how to explain it but you know like i said i've seen women who like i said would have a higher following or whatever and not and not and not get the much you know engagement Mm. on whatever they wanted to do um i don't know why but i felt you know when that happened i was like this is it this is god exactly it's so reassuring yeah this is it you're supposed to do it and and when i say you're supposed to do something and you have an idea i'm going to i'm going to give you you know the the resources for you to fully fulfill that idea and and yeah like i to this day i'm so grateful honestly to all the ladies and now you know we want i wanted to have one again in august but obviously subject subject to COVID. Um, changes yeah. and just updates. Um, but yeah, more ladies. Um, I did a poll the other day of you know people who missed the event, and there were like hundred and something people voting <gasps> yes. I can't miss the next one. I'm just like hectic. This it's is amazing. So and this is just from Instagram, you know. And, and that's uh, just from people in Johannesburg that can get yeah. there. Some of us in Bloemfontein, Port you Elizabeth, know, I, I and in Durban, we're saying, crying on the sidelines. People are <laughs> saying, please bring it to Free State. Please bring it to Durban. I was one of those. Like, Okay. <laughs> you know, like, oh my, I God's timing. I think God's speed. And, yeah. Oh man, like I am so grateful. So to answer your question, yes, I I had fear for the longest two years, <laughs> two twenty four months basically. <laughs> Yo, guys. And a few other months. Um, yeah. And and yeah, and right now I still have the fear to some extent. I remember I posted <clears throat> I took time to post about it on LinkedIn. So I said, you know, I have I just gave birth to my new baby woman at Wick Africa and you know, this is happening and yeah, and the engagement I think to to I think I checked last night there was like sixteen sixteen thousand views on that post. No. And the comments were over a hundred comments of people with their MBAs, qualified CAs how do I be part of literally how do I become part of the network? And I'm just like, God, what have I gotten myself into? That's amazing. <laughs> What have I got advice? People you aspire to become, you know, people you look up to, yeah. people who, you know, you think should have their life figured out, they don't need a network, you know, and they're like, how can we be part of this, you know, amazing initiative? Mm. How can we, you know, there's so many who are setting up an eating with me for this week, just how can we collaborate? How can we, you know, literally grow this network? And I'm just like, this is amazing. It's um, amazing. I still have the fear of God. You know, what have I gotten myself into? Am I going to be able to handle all of this? But also, again, just that voice of again, God will not give you an idea that He will not give you the full resources. Exactly. For and that's the that's just the thing I'm holding on to. Mm. And not only that, but also He 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 not only gives you the resources, but 
you know, resources are in the form of people that you meet, mm. um, intentional relationships that come to your life, into your life, you know, at that particular point in time. It's just so insane how, you know, just the people that I've met, you know, who were just helping me out throughout this journey. Um, like I said, I got a venue sponsor, you know, I didn't pay a single cent for my venue. Wow, um, For my goodie bags as well. Glamour Magazine was sponsoring my magazines. Signature Cosmetics, you know, came through with the goodie Guys, bags. imagine. And, and yeah, like, they just believed in my vision. And and yeah, like, you know, the, the gentleman who was creating my website as well, someone who came intentionally in my life, mm. you know, at that intentional time. And I'm just so grateful to God for really, you know, placing those resources in the form of people, in the form of companies, in the form of just... <clears throat> amazing hearts that are believing in my vision um you know and and yeah and i think it's just going to make it so much easier for future events because you know people always um want to see pictures even photographers you know volunteer to really help me out on the day mm. which is amazing so you know people always want to see okay how was the previous event and i think they'll take bases on that like okay i'll also pull through so and it really you know, looked it, amazing i'm, I'm it so beautiful. grateful that you know everything came together even the deco lady was you know offered her services for free wow it's, guys wow yeah it's, it was just amazing yeah and it just re-emphasizes on that, on the fact that, you know, we serve such a big God. So when he gives you a dream, it's definitely going to be bigger than you. And if you're not afraid of what's been put in front of you, then you know that, you know, it's still coming. The fact that, you know, you're scared, it's because it's it's just that constant reminder that you're scared because... Yes, you can't do it on your own. It's that reminder that we are doing this together. God is there and he's going to constantly be there for you. If you feel like you can do it on your own, then obviously it means that it's something that is not necessarily guided by God. There needs to be that constant partnership and reliance, you know. And I guess that's that fear that we have that, you know, God is there. So it's fine, which is just incredible. Um, But tell me, I mean, you are a third year accounting student and this degree can be extremely hectic. <laughs> We've spoken about yeah. this and we, yo, guys, yeah. it can be a very emotional. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a mental game. It's a mental game. It's, How do you manage so your time and, you know, to plan all of this? Do you have a team? How do you, like, I don't know, because I guess this degree. Guys, I have son. Um, I actually don't have a, a team. I, 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 I was doing most things, like I said, besides the, the, the lovely gentleman who was helping me with mm. the website and the ticket sales. Um, I was doing everything from, you know, um, emailing sponsors to, you know, paying invoices um, mm. for my, like, for instance, the food and other stuff that I had to buy to actually going to physically buy the stuff to organizing speakers to making sure everything is running um i do however think i think as as it grows you know i'll be in a position whereby i i really do want to be in a position where i can actually pay people to sort of help me mm. again it's it's really a woman empowerment thing and i and i don't really expect people to just take time off you know the, the easy lives mm. just help me pro bono um i really pray i can just really get to a point where we are at that point capital wise um, yeah. even if it's just me using my own money 
um, when I start working properly or whatever the case is, I, I really am willing to do that um, just to help it grow. Because, again, some dreams you can't reach in isolation and you sort mm. of do need people to sort of um, help you and do that. But, but to, to this point, I have just been doing things um, by myself and 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 yeah so so i forgot what the other part of the question was i'm also trying to remember oh yeah so when do you how do you make time for the school element of life because i mean our accounting credits are a lot (laughs) they are it's such a mental game um Mm. i think we spoke about this it's such a a mental game but i also feel had i had i if I was just solely focusing on my studies, I would really get into I don't know depressed mode or yeah. like it's just over you know it's just too much. Um, but always having something to look forward to, you know. I mean, I don't dedicate the whole day working on Women Network Africa or my foundation. It's just those um, one or two hours that you dedicate. Um, to doing admin work or whatever yeah. and it, it gives you that <clears throat> sense of oh, there's this exciting passion project that i'm working on right yeah. and then right after that you you switch to tax and auditing guys <laughs> 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 my heart just and, went boom <laughs> and i must say i must say my degree um everything that i've learned along you know just in the journey of towards becoming a chartered accountant i really have i must say really has equipped me to being able to sort of run a business you know mm. from thinking at it from all the different um perspectives like you know how do i ensure that i'm targeting the right market you yes know, you learn about that a bit in, my, in management accounting and and things you know things like that you know there's just so many skills and you know and we take for granted because i mean courses hard it is. <laughs> you it really is. do learn a lot of things um, that really helps you out um, along the way. And just the also being fortunate enough to be able to tackle a topic like financial literacy mm. and actually teach a thing or two to other people. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, it's been the CA journey. I think I've, I've never met a CA person who really enjoyed the CA journey, particularly the last year of undergrad and CTA. <laughs> Come to Nelson Mandela University. But... You'll find strange people that are super excited. Really? And guys, I, I, it baffles me. Like People are actually excited, but it's those people that are like obsessed with accounting. Yeah. And that's literally yeah. all that they do. You'll see even on their social media, that's all they post. They're like, you know, guys, I just love this. I mean, I, I also like, do that, it's not like I love it with my whole No, I, your guys, we have a love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like we do, like I, they, I know people hate auditing. I enjoy auditing with my whole heart. It's that one that I'm like, you know, give me a taste. And, <laughs> and, and I will, I will discuss those controls and those. Your guys, and those controls are never ending. You know, so I think it really depends. Um, which are like both CAs that I've met, you know, will tell you. And to this day, I don't know what Defectix is all about. And and yeah, <laughs> but I I really think it's such an amazing journey that you know it's it's not, you know, you can't say this is what a CA does. Mm. And I think that's what I love about the profession. It's yes. so broad. It's so, it's so it's so 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 broad. You know, I. I met one CA who, you know, for a living, they 
um, commission people. You know when you get married and in court and they stamp. Literally, that's what they do. And they're so happy. Yeah. I, I wasn't aware CAs can do that. I wasn't oh, aware CAs can certify certificates. You don't have to go to the police station and oh, stuff wow. like that. It's it's such a broad, it's such a broad, you know, field. Yeah. And then my mentor once said, um, you know, the nice thing about the CA designation is that the CA designation is literally just an invitation to the dance floor. And what mm. you do it, with it and how you dance is completely up to you. You know, there's that so many so beautiful. opportunities. Oh it's so many opportunities overseas. And, you know, in a country where there's just high unemployment, you are always guaranteed employment. You know, it just mm. depends on how picky are you with your salary yeah. and how much you want, yeah. honestly. And, and that's just such a privilege, you know, especially when you live in a country, again, where the unemployment rate is so high and yeah. people are qualified. Um, and and then, yeah, and I just love how everything, you know, in as much as when things evolve, like if first these new standards or these improvements in standards, it's it's so much work for us. But I just also just love how the profession evolves, you know. Mm. A CA to, who qualified in 2001, so different from the CA who's qualifying today. Yes. You know, we're including things mm-hmm. like artificial <clears throat> intelligence and, you know, learning more things about are and how we incorporate that in our, in our syllabus. Mm. And it's just so exciting. And as much as it gets hard, but it's very, it's, and I, say, I suppose that's why I'm still doing the degree. <laughs> it's just so exciting how, you know, it's, it's so in tune with what's happening in the world. So mm. in tune, you know, COVID happens. How does that affect um, your PPE? How does that affect your you stock. How does that in hand or just affect your business? You know yeah. how your your integrated report. How's that going to look like? Your your risks. It's it's just so it's so fascinating. It really is. Um, it really is. And I think with what you're saying, crazy it's crazy work. But it's, yeah, yeah, and it like you're saying, it offers a lot of opportunities. And that's why sometimes, as much as I just want to like bang my head against the wall when I'm doing deferred tax or consoles you know i i realized yeah. that this degree it's almost like a meryl streep in in the devil wears prada like yeah. this person yeah, works absolutely. hard and they're they're valuable so you have to you know with what she says you have to just do it uh, because it offers you know i mean if for you to say i've worked for the devil wears prada yeah, i forgot her name but like it holds a yeah. lot of weight and it opens a lot of doors for you because Absolutely. you've worked for someone who's amazing same thing with this degree it it holds a lot of values and it, it offers you a lot of opportunities so you have to work for that value you have to work yeah. for that security so obviously it's not going to be easy because it's worth so much you have to put in sure, all the hours sure. so you know as much as sometimes we get tired and we want to go play. Okay, I want to go play outside most of the time. Like, I, I have to be mature yeah. about it and, re- and realize, you know, this is something that is really going to offer me a lot of security. And like you're saying, yeah. I'm someone that doesn't want to leave the country. But because I have this degree, I'm, I'm you know, a job is secured so for you're me. you're open to that. Yeah. Exactly. True. True. Exactly. True. So that's, true. with what you're saying, it's so true. And we constantly have to remind ourselves when we're getting tired mm-hmm. that, you know, yes. And I think... Yeah, and the my, the one thing, like I said, the journey does get hard. Mm-hmm. I I do this thing where I stalk people on LinkedIn, like <laughs> I'll just search CASA and really just going through their profiles. And sometimes you find a link to an interview they did or a YouTube video, and you just leave so inspired. You like this is it, you know? This mm. is why 
I'm doing this, yeah. you know, and 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 then yeah, like you you sometimes just get that okay. Maybe get up and go do tech. Exactly. Maybe get up and go do <laughs> manic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, you, you, you really need to just stay intact with yourself and continuously yeah. remind yourself of this is why I'm here. And yeah. it's short term. It, it won't be forever. True, just continue true. pushing. Um, Absolutely true. So, you know, as a young South African entrepreneur, what has been the most frustrate- frustrating, uncontrollable external factor that has um, made this process of running your business difficult or even trying to just develop it? Um, I think more than anything, obviously funding and like, mm. so obviously sometimes you don't need funding. Um, I think that's the other thing that I've come to realize that yes, we always ask for funding, but there's so many other ways to, like I said with me, I literally just approach people with my vision and, you know, companies were willing enough to sort of sponsor me. Right. Mm. And, but, but, but really we have so many young people who want to start their own businesses mm-hmm. and they aren't as fortunate you know um it's not as um it's not as unique as women network africa in terms of it's not just um you hosting an actual event for people right it's mm-hmm. more of you are selling something and there's so many other businesses who are selling something so it's very hard for sponsors to sponsor all of you right mm-hmm. so you do need some sort of um funding that you need and that we live in a country where Sometimes funding goes to the same people all the time, you know? yeah. um, whether it's whether it be on merit basis or just corruption. Um, that's just a conversation for a different day. But but that just makes it so hard for young people to really get out of their shell and say, mm-hmm. I want to start a business. I want to solve this problem. Right. Um, and, and, and also just combat the, the problem and the issue of unemployment in our country. Mm. Um, so so for me. Um, I would say funding, although I must say it hasn't really affected me that much. But I think the other one that's um, maybe not in in the control of our government or what, but I think just being young, like, and then on top of that, being female, mm. there's just so many forces um, against you. that are against you. And you sometimes have to work twice as hard just to break the vast ceiling or just to, mm. to, to, to get your name into a room or to, to get your name to stay in a room. Sure. And, you know, again, that point of sustainability, you know, you, you want to start this thing, but you also just want to be sustainable, right? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So there's just so many, I think that's one of the biggest, um, it's a societal thing, you know, but also it's just these, um, patriarchal borders, I don't know if, if I can call them that, that mm. are really displaced. Um, and there's just so many, so much that we're fighting, you know, there's yeah. just so much that we're fighting. And sometimes you, we're not as courageous. Um, some people aren't as courageous to constantly keep on fighting for their seat at the table. Yeah. You know, sometimes people get tired. We get tired as people. We get tired. We honestly do. Um, so, so that's one of the things where, there's just always these, these, you know, besides you running the actual business, there's just always these um, borders, mm. these, you know, the restrictions that are really on forces that are fighting against you. Um, but I think just seeing more and more women um, really get into these spaces or really um, 
start their own businesses. I think more that's the more the forces are not going away, but I think the more women they are sort of fighting those forces, mm. it makes it a bit better and it makes it a lot better for the women looking at the other women who are doing that. Like, oh, actually, I can also do this. Exactly. So let me just start, you know. And it's such a beautiful thing to see evolve and just to see how the, the, the baton is constantly being passed around. And and we're getting we're getting somewhere. I must say, we are getting somewhere. And there's there's hope. Exactly, no, and <laughs> and there hope. really is hope. And I think with your business starting up now and what it stands for, hopefully, you know that culture of as women constantly just having to fight for the yeah. bare minimum. Hopefully, you know your company and your network will be able to change that narrative and at least express that frustration and slowly begin to, you know, pave a new sort of business dynamic that is more inclusive, but also just that rebranding of the female character in a business or commercial um, environment where we're not constantly overthinking, you know, we are here, we are well-equipped. And you know, what you said to me really struck me, the fact that as women, specifically in school and in university, we usually perform way better than men do. But then as it's soon as you true. get from into high, school... From you're... primary even. Like, exactly. I, I remember in my top 10, there was a year where there was literally just one guy mm-hmm. and the rest were females. Yeah. And I would like to think that spirit was carried on throughout to the varsity years as well but why isn't it reflected in the corporate space exactly yeah like it makes no sense and i remember well at my high school um there was a time where our principal but he was also very obsessed with like the guys and wanting to make the guys better than the girls you know there were times when they used to have like networking events just for the boys they literally had a boys club and they would have like break times where it was just the guys allowed to come in and there would be speakers for them and no he was and he would say things like no the girls are performing well enough like that's all that they need and we're thinking but we also want to network we also want to have like a woman's club you know exactly and imagine us working hard (laughs) exactly opportunities and resources exactly exposure and on top of that he then left to go to an all-boys school (laughs) and we were just like okay okay this is what it means to be in a co-ed school where men don't know how to perform and now we get the slack for it imagine but anyways, yeah. <laughs> I'm done at school. That's now. a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, would you say you know this process of you getting your business started? Did you did you feel like you had enough mentorship and you know just guidance as a young entrepreneur trying to get into the into the business field? Do you feel like there's enough mm. help out there for young people, or do you think that, especially especially in the South African context, that we need to do more to be more present and more available for young people to help? Um, you know what, I, 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 I really, I think if there's one thing, I'm a social media baby, and I say that when I say that, I mean I, I've met so many sisters, so many mentors, and so many older sisters, you mm. know, through social media, particularly Instagram, you know. Um, I have so many women that I look up to, you know, like the likes of Nicolette, who I've oh, been fortunate enough to talk to, you know, who would guide me on certain things. And and, and, and it's just so... I, I'm privileged in that sense. So for me, I think... And, and you know what? We are so scared of approaching 
the people because of mm-hmm. the how I was supposed to say how successful they are. Or yeah, we, we always think they're not gonna respond. I mean, sometimes if they don't respond, because I mean, maybe they didn't see it or they yeah. busy, and that is okay. But there's some people who are really always willing to respond. I always say. Like I said, I, I stalk people on LinkedIn mm. and I really do DM people if I need advice on something and they respond, you know. Yeah. And 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 and, and sometimes I think we always think mentorship as a I need to see you every weekend yeah. and we need to have yeah. coffee and talk about stuff. And I, you know, I I don't have to see you every day. It's just the little times where I have questions on mm-hmm. something I'm doing and I need advice. Or second, you know, another person's input on something. Yeah. Where it's it's a progressive mentorship where I'm also doing the work and you are there That's the just thing. to help me out. Yes. And it's not just the thing of me throwing things at you and expecting you to help me out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just how mentorship <clears throat> needs to start being viewed as you know you have literally have an abundance of mentors around you, mm-hmm. people who have done it before you have failed. And all you have to do is ask them, how did you do it? You know, um, I have this idea. How can I better do it? You know, there's so many people who who ask me, you know, my, about my journey and how to do, how to start, how to even just register an, an NGO or whatever the case is. And, you know, I always respond. And, I, and I'd like to think, you know, that's, you know, those are things that a mentor would tell you or mm. would help you out with. And, you don't have to, you know, formally have one person that you say, you know, every Saturday we're going to have to meet up and we're going to have to have coffee <laughs> and talk about these things. But we really are living in a, in, a, in a time where social media, you know, is a huge part in our lives. And if utilized wisely, you know, you will have, I mean, heck, even even through YouTube, Mm. There's just so many mentors. Like Busi Tembegwayo is all oh, has a guys. video on anything and his book that you as can well. think his of. Book is a, and below so your guys, what? She Brigade like, has so many women that I have DM'd in the past, and I think I'm exactly like you. Literally. After listening to things, guys, I will DM. You know? I will DM. even with you. I I just sit down and think. I was like, guys. <laughs> so you have me that has 600 followers on Instagram. <laughs> then you have Tebo, who's got a hundred thousand. <laughs> Like so how? there's just there's an abundance and and sometimes we think for people like yes. before you approach Ooh, a person yeah. we um you judge them like ah she's not gonna respond because she has a million followers yeah. and that's not the case you know if I see your DM and I really see her and you really actually need help or mm. you want to do something I I'm always just willing to to help and there's just so many like I said the likes of Nicolette Mashiri the likes of there's just so many Theo Baloyi you know Lebo Lion as well she Lebo, she responds nah, she responds I love her she's also my older sister like I, I've, I've adopted I've been abducted and I think also just that nature of being so humble yes. and just always celebrating people I'm that person yes. like I'm always there in the comment section like I see you girl like congratulations Zoe. Exactly, so beautiful. like I'm, yeah. I'm that girl and, and they receive it and they're just always willing to show up for me as well you know whenever I need it and it's just so amazing you know and mm. and yeah that's just how we have an abundance of mentorship and and yeah, like and, and, and with that you you are able to carry on that advice that they've given you and be able to get the courage to email people for sponsorship if you need sponsorship. Exactly. And not all of them are going to respond. I had this <clears throat> thing when I was doing 
um, the the whole planning for the for the launch, and I was trying to get people who were able to sponsor goodie bags. I sent through so many emails, mm. like probably almost forty emails to different um, companies, wow. and some didn't even respond. Some of the emails bounced, or they take it to customer service, oh or you know. And yeah. and just you know the few like you see nature cosmetics and the glamour or whatever who respond, and are just so willing and just as exciting as uh, as excited as you are about the event, those are people who will always be willing to help. Exactly. You know, there's just there's just there's always help out there. Just as long as you acknowledge that you need help, mm. I think that's the biggest step. And and be willing to go and actually look out for help. Like I said, these. Tons of YouTube videos. There's tons of there's Google. There's literally everything in your fingertips right now. So you have every information that you need exactly. um, to do anything. Yeah, I think that's so important. Just making sure that you know, don't look at what you don't have. Look at what you have access to, and really capitalize on that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so knowing what you know now and having all the experiences that you've gone through what advice would you give to someone out there who wants to start a business or even a similar venture um just start and i think this this advice is advice i'm also giving myself (laughs) um (laughs) like just start you know wherever you are whatever resources you have Mm. you know you'll you'll fail but you'll figure it out along mm. the way. Um, that's that's something that you know I've noticed that you'll find ways how not to do it, and you'll get it right at some point. Um, as long as you've started, you'll never know all of these things if you don't start. Exactly. You know? um, and 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 yeah, just that willingness to constantly learn things. You know, you don't know everything, and that is okay. You know, just you. Asking for help is such an important thing, and and we we take for granted. And there's always people willing to help you out in any way possible. Um, but you know what? Also, be intentional. Do mm. things with intention. Don't do things because Deborah is doing it. <laughs> okay, I'm also gonna go do it. Yeah. Or you know, my friend is starting this, so then then we also just start. Do things with intention. Mm. And again, goes back to me being a firm believer in God. I always believe that God looks at your heart, you know. Mm. Um, blessings don't land um, on a heart with stains. You know, if you're doing something with the wrongest intentions or in heart, God won't place that thing in your yeah. God won't, you know, put the right people, the resources. And I, I'm such a strong believer in that and I've seen it. Um, in my life throughout, um, just being intentional, just that first step of really being intentional with something really goes a long way. And, and yeah, like, um, just do it. We're so afraid of doing stuff. Yeah. Um, because, oh my goodness, I'm an aspiring CA. I can't be a model at the same time. Who said that, you know? It's like, so true. We did. <laughs> Where, where is it written? Um, do all your passion projects, man. And I think you really have one life and live it well. You know, do the things that really set your heart and soul on fire. Um, no one is going to live your life for you to the fullest. Um, um, yeah, like just do things that really make you happy. 
um, as long as obviously it's not at, at, at the expense of other people. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, and and. And most cases, things that make you happy or your passion projects tend to impact people positively one way or another mm. um, along the way. And lastly, don't shrink yourself um, just so that other people don't feel insecure around you. Sure. Don't compromise who you are, your values and all of that um, just to fit in. Um, because that just takes away from the whole you are you, that is your greatest superpower, because exactly. now you are pretending. Especially when we're born to stand out, yeah. Yeah, because now you're pretending, and again, blessings don't lend in a pretentious heart or a pretentious wow. environment. Yeah. Yo, That's you <laughs> so wise. This girl is only 20 and she's teaching me all the lessons. Wow, honestly. <laughs> This has been incredible, um, and I've just learned so much from you today. It's just oh been crazy. Thank you. I must say, um, I hope the other people I did podcasts with don't kill me, but I, I really enjoyed this podcast, and oh, I yay. one of my favorites, definitely. <laughs> that <laughs> definitely is so reassuring because I mean, favorites. when you're starting something, you know, obviously you don't yeah. have like i'm not well known yet so when people say and especially someone like you who has just so much influence and a lot of young black women out there it really means a lot to me like it really does oh, it's a pleasure and i i love what you're doing with the platform and continue don't grow um uh, weary because i know when when you don't see the numbers or when you don't see the people coming to support or when people aren't responding to your emails yeah <laughs> we tend to grow a bit wary yeah hundred like, oh, percent worth it but it's, it's worth it um it it made my day and i and, and oh, i'll tell yay. you how it made my day you know i'm literally sitting in my room right now i'm not having the best days but talking about my experience with women network africa is just really um, assure, reassuring me that oh my goodness you're actually doing so well for yourself you and know, you really you are, are you know um, that imposter syndrome that I had in the beginning of the call it's gone now because of the platform you just gave me and that's just amazing so big ups to you oh, thank you but honestly thank you so much for the kind words and just for taking the time out to do this with me it's been absolutely amazing and I've just had so much fun and I've really learned a lot from you thank you so much